Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. I am Rob Dukes from Generation Kill, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, it's Mark Striegel. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal podcast. We're going to get into the episode in just a moment, but before we do that... We are going to thank everyone on Patreon. If you don't want to hear everyone who supports me on Patreon, if you don't want to hear their names, there's a little thing there that you can skip ahead on your Apple podcast app or however you're listening to that. So I don't want to hear complaints about this because these are the most important people to this show. Adrian Cusick, Dane Damage, Madison Hatter, Seth B., Alan Janssen, Hank Reeves, John Simpson, Huckney Jacobson, John Barron, Ed Ferguson, Denny Striegel, Patrick Sabin, Jerry from Salt Lake City, Blue Walsh 21, Victor Guzman, Guzman, Victor Guzman, Glenn Watson, Joey Vancherry, Gene Eugene DX, Sean Richmond, Mario Charance, Andrew Miller, Jeremy Weltman, Chris Riley, Johan Erdstrom, Stephen Rodriguez, Tommy Anderson, Gregory Muse, Kenny McCrimmon, Leo Shaben, aka Leo from Alaska, Brad Dahl from Yarg Metal. If you don't have the Yarg radio app, get it. Man, such good music streaming on that thing. Dan Gurwan. Hey, Dan, I sent you a little uh, DM on Patreon. Never heard back from you. Hope you're doing well, man. Jerry from Long Island, Sam Soupy, Drake, Matt Carroll, Joe Ryan, Jason Seth, Stephen Saylor, Ron Keel. Jean-Francois Blah, Anthony Mackey, James Bennett, David Gray, Fred Roots, Michael Street, Mike Jones, Steve Hoker, John Bovari, and our longest-running patron, Mr. Metal Dan. All right, let's get into the episode right now. All right, guys, we got Rob Dukes, former Exodus vocalist, current generation kill vocalist. And don't forget about the Fragile Mortals Mortals project he did with uh, Daryl McDaniel's DMC from Run DMC. That was good stuff, too. 
anyways, he's all uh, all in on Generation Kill right now, and we are going to be talking about the new music that Generation Kill is doing with Rob Dukes, as well as other stuff. Of course, Star Wars. Uh, just talk about life in general. Our good buddy Dan Lorenzo, um, Tom from Exodus, who's currently dealing with some medical issues, as we all know. So we're going to talk about all that good stuff with Rob and much more. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I did want to just say that, you know, once we get to 100 patrons on Patreon, we will do a bi-weekly video show. I say when I say we, I mean I, I will do a Mark Striegel bi-weekly video show that gets posted to the people on Patreon first and then goes out to everyone else a day or two later on YouTube. And it will be not me talking into the iPhone. It's not Mark in the minivan. It's not that nonsense. It is me giving you a highly produced show every other week. And, you know, we just got to get to 100. We're at 50. I think we can do it. I really, I do believe, I know it's it's not going to be easy. It took a, took a lot of effort to get to 50, so, but let's get to 100, guys. Let's do it. There's someone out there right now who can afford two bucks a month on Patreon. Come on, man. Two bucks a month, you get a free podcast, a free bonus podcast every week, plus you support what I'm doing on this show right now. Yeah, let's do it. And while you're at it, man, drink some Dash Vodka. All right, that's the business. Let's get into our discussion here. Yeah, so we did a live show. I was going to post that as today's episode. It was with Bobby Blitz of Overkill and Corey Glover of Living Color and like 20 other projects. But I'm like trying to download it from the people who record it. We work with like a production crew and it's like 25 gigs and it keeps crashing. So I think I have to drive over to Fairview with my hard drive, get them to lay it off. And then go pick up the hard drive and bring it back and, you know, get stripped audio and all this type of stuff. So in the meantime, if you want to see it, it's up on YouTube. Um, but uh, it, you're not going to hear it here today. You will probably hear it next week. Hopefully I'll have it ready by then. I really wanted that to be this week's episode because to post it next week, it's like old and stale at that point. But um, yeah, there you go. I can't, you know, I, I'm working more than a full-time job right now so I don't have time to like drive a half hour drop the drive off drive a half hour home drive a half hour back and drive to pick it up drive a half hour home I just I don't have time so I got to make time but maybe this weekend or or you know later this week I can make that happen we'll have that show up in podcast form for anyone who missed the video version of it Again, if you can't wait for the podcast, go watch the video version on YouTube. It was a bit of a train wreck episode. I, I will I will be honest. A lot of times after the live show, I walk away thinking, yeah, that fucking kicked ass. That wasn't the feeling I had after this show. There was a lot of technical problems and yeah, it was just a little all over the place. I didn't feel great about it, but we got some good news, I think, from some good little tidbits, you know, exclusives from Corey and, and Bobby Blitz of Overkill. So, yeah, that's that. So, yeah, let's uh, let's also mention that if you do a $5 a month Patreon thing, I'll send you out a Talking Metal t-shirt. Yeah, man, so it's, it's busy, man. I'm working, I'm getting ready to move. On Friday, we don't have to wear masks in New Jersey anymore. Indoors, can't wait for that. Um, totally psyched to get rid of the mask. 
I'm vaccinated. I got my kid vaccinated. His first dose of Pfizer. He's 12 years old. My 10 year old can't get vaccinated. It's not old enough, but hope all you guys are doing the right thing and getting vaccinated so we can get our concerts back sooner than later. I've heard from a number of you guys and I love hearing, hey, Mark, I, you know, I got my vaccine. I, I wanted to let you know you were an influence on me. I had very little side effects, like hardly any. Emily had some side effects on her second dose, but not bad. She was just like out of it for like a night and then woke up the next day fine. Yeah, you know, I, I was I was I I was a little tired. I felt like I had the chills after the second dose for like three hours and then I was fine. It was crazy. My son had his first dose, absolutely zero side effects. So it's safe, it's smart, it's not political. Biden got the vaccine, Trump got the vaccine. There, I don't care who you voted for. It shouldn't have anything to do with that. It's it's the thing to do for all of us uh, right now. And please do it so we can get our concerts going again. And I saw one concert. I saw Jordan Rudis. It was great interviewing him before that show and seeing him play. So much fun, really. Great, um, great time watching him sit at a grand piano and blow my mind. He's so good. So good. Jordan of Dream Theater is who I saw a little over a week ago perform live in South Orange, New Jersey at SOPAC. So let's uh, let's go to Twitter, man. I, I threw this out there on Twitter the other day. And if you don't follow me on Twitter, it's at Talking Metal. Love to get some love to get some uh, conversation going with you there on Twitter. And I just threw this out there today. I was listening to Coast to Coast by Scorps, man. God, it's such a great, great freaking song. Michael Shanker's on that one. and You can hear him all over that song. Coast to Coast, it's an instrumental song off the Love Drive record. And one of my favorite hard rock metal instrumental songs. So I just threw it out there to the people on Twitter. I said, name a great hard rock instrumental. Hard rock that can be metal, it can be rock, whatever. And uh, here's some of the um, responses I got. Transylvania from Maiden, the debut, re- the debut record, underrated. Awesome, awesome track. Sam from Pennsylvania said that. You know, Sam, we used to have a super old version of the Talking Metal intro, like I'm talking like 12 years ago, where we used that song a little bit. Um, such a good good tune Frankenstein Steve Hoker on Twitter saying who is uh, at Starman NJ Frankenstein the original is great but the overkill version is amazing right on Steve right on Steve Juan Cordero the uh, at real Juan Cordero Cardero I'm not sure how you pronounce your name Juan had some good interaction with Juan on Twitter and he says switch 625 off of High and Dry by Def Leppard. That is a great one. I love that tune. I love that tune, Juan. And it is really one of the only deep cuts, if you will, in Def Leppard's set list nowadays. I mean, because it's kind of a deep cut. You know, I mean, your average soccer mom doesn't know Switch 625. But I believe they play that so Joe Elliott can take a break, you know, because they don't really do straight out drum solo or guitar solo, but they play they play Switch six two five. I always just call it Switch is is for shorts, and I and Joe Elliott gets a little break, you know. So I 
That's one of my favorite parts. N- no disrespect towards Joe Elliott, but I love when they play Switch 625 in concert. So good, good call on that one. And a lot of other great responses that you can check out on my Twitter feed. The Ultra Violence by Death Angel. Orion by Metallica said Nobel Prize. Mike Noble. Mike dash un- or Mike underscore Noble. Good one. And a lot of really good sparks by The Who. I like that. Steven threw that one out. Rick said Starship by Ace Frehley. Nice. Another another person said Switch 625. Yeah, that's a good one. YYZ, of course. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. Into the Arena. Paul said that. Yeah, so much good stuff. Mr. Scary, Dokken. Great stuff, guys. I love corresponding with everyone on Twitter. Another one I did recently was... Name a song. What did I say? Here, I'm looking for it. Name a great song about aliens or UFOs. We had some great response on this. Alien Frequency by Big Elf featuring Mike Portnoy on drums was my choice for that. A few of the others, and you can read this on my Twitter feed. Dead Sky Dawning by Hypocrisy. And that was a response by today's guest, Rob Dukes. Jeremy Weltman said, the Carpenters calling occupants of interplanetary craft. I didn't know this song, Jeremy, and I went and listened to it. I love it. And it's not, don't be embarrassed. It's pure cheese, but it's it's fun, man. That's a great tune. And I was so glad you turned me on to that. I've listened to it like three times since then. Um, Inner Paths to Outer Space by Blood in- Incantation said, uh, Drake which is at God Eats Lambs on Twitter. Dan, Metal Dan, said Rock Goddess. The visitors are here. I went back and listened to that. I hadn't heard that in a very long time. Dan, Metal Dan, great call. Who's Behind the Door by Zebra? I didn't know that's about aliens, That, but I got to pay attention to the lyrics on that. And a lot of great responses coming in on Twitter for that. Agent Steele, somebody said, Hangar 18, of course, right? Unstoppable Force was the Agent Steel one. Somebody said Love Walks In by Van Halen. That's that's about aliens. Wow. Okay. Did not know that. You learn something new every day, huh? So great always corresponding with people on Twitter. Again, my Twitter is at Talking Metal. My Instagram is at Talking Metal. There's also another like Instagram where I post pictures of my kids, which is a private account. But of course, if you, you know, request to follow me and you look halfway normal i usually grant you access to that so that's it let's do this this is rob dukes a guy i met way back in 2007 i want to say yeah i think 2007 man and we jammed metallica on my old tv show talking metal on fuse and uh, tom hunting was helping out with rob with the vocals and john astronomy was playing drums So, yeah, what a great memory. And I have to say, he's been a friend ever since, man. We did an interview with him at a bar, the Circus Bar. I know John has interviewed them once backstage at an Exodus show. I think I may have done that, too. I've interviewed Rob at the Gibson Showroom. So many great interviews. And I do believe he's, he's one of the most frequent guests on Talking Metal. He may hold the record for the most interviews, you know, with one 
specific person. I, I would, if I had to guess, I would think that is Rob Dukes. There's a couple other, like like Dan Lorenzo, who probably come close, but I'm guessing it's Rob Dukes because he's on, you know, at least twice a year, I, I feel like, and and sometimes more maybe, and he's always welcome. He is a member of the Talking Metal family. He is a former member of Exodus. He is a current member of Generation Kill. He is smoking a cigar, and the room he's smoking the cigar in is a little noisy, but we can still hear pretty much everything he says. So let's check out this interview right now here on Talking Metal, Mr. Rob Dukes. Hey, it's Mark Striegel of Talking Metal. You're welcoming back to the show one of our most frequent and favorite guests, Rob Dukes, who is checking in from Arizona with a cigar. What kind of cigar are you smoking, Rob? I am smoking a black label trading company called the uh, Morphine. The Morphine. Wow, it sounds, sounds heavy duty, man. <laughs> it's, yeah. pretty, it's a good cigar, man. It's, uh, I'm celebrating this weekend, so uh, um, I'll smoke some good cigars this weekend. Yeah, and you told me what you're celebrating. Yeah. We might get into that a little bit later, but I'm celebrating because yeah. Generation Kill, man, you're releasing new music. There is a new record yeah. on the way, but let's talk about what just came out. A new music video, a new track, Never Relent, which reunites you and who? Tell us. And, and fucking Gary fucking Holt. Yeah. It sounds amazing, man. The track is so good. Uh, How did this come um, about? Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, so we, we, we completed like four or five songs. It took us a while, man. We, we, uh, you know, um, I know it's, it's felt like it's been forever since we released anything. So we went through this process where we were, we were creating songs and, and then we would, then we'd throw them away and be like, nope, not good enough. And then, <laughs> then we'd move forward and we kept right. doing that. And then finally we, we fucking have 10 songs that we're really stoked with. And, um, got some really cool guests and and uh and gary was the first one i was like hey gary man do a solo for me and he's like okay it, it took like six months before he was touring and doing shit and then um this is pre-pandemic and then um he finally had uh some we got some studio time and and um and uh we got it done man and fucking, we fucking killed it you know what i mean so uh the solo is fucking perfect for the song it's one of those songs that we kind of uh, it's it's it goes throws back to the exhibit b exodus kind of style that was a uh not on purpose just this way it folded unfolded you know um i, I thought it was very duke's era exodus myself you know when i heard yeah yeah, it, it was you know we just we went fast. we're like all right we're gonna go super fast lots of double bass and it was just the album opener i'm like okay we gotta fucking come out of the gate just just slamming people on the face with a shovel and that's what we did so and uh yeah and yeah no uh, no pun intended there with yeah kill machine (laughs) so yeah so the the, uh so from there it just we we kept you know zeus was kind of like uh like so uh we weren't with zeus in the room so we were just flying him files and he was basically just like yeah just keep on this path just keep doing this so um, we did a couple uh, mid tempos. We, you know, one of the things that me and Zeus talk about, he goes, you know, you know, the album we're all gonna die is. It. He's like, dude, it's a fucking stellar album, but you got a little weird on it, and you got a little, um, not artsy, but he was like, just, just, dude, just 
one of the things you might want to focus on is just banging ahead, just fucking just go boom, boom, boom. And that's kind of what we did. We kind of left the arty stuff out of it. And, um, we can, uh, we can travel down that road when we, when we choose. And it wasn't for any specific reason. It was just that, you know what, man, we just want to go out and fucking just, just write a fucking nasty, mean fucking record that, right. that, that we were, that we liked. So, so we kept, yeah, we kept doing songs and then throwing them away, starting over, like writing something, completing it in pre-production and going, ah, no, next. It's like, it was you like, set the bar like, high like, for yourself. Yeah. It was like, it was like building a hot rod. You know I mean? Um, when you build a hot rod, the wheels are the wheels are key. It's like the first thing you do. And then you build the car. And uh, I, I've, I've known people walk wheels and you know, spend thousand dollars on them, put them on the car and went, Nope. Start over, got rid of them, started new ones. And that was the same kind of thing we were doing. So uh, each song went through like high scrutiny, and, and uh, it was it's, it's it's coming to to me. It's it's been an incredible process. And, and, Absolutely, you know, going. I mean, the guys just going through it, and everyone's on the same page. No one's uh, everyone's kind of like totally on board. And when we would get done with something, we're like, yeah, we're not going to use that. Nobody's feelings were hurt. It was like, okay. Cool. Right yeah. Now, Rob, when yeah. you say when you say it went through a lot of scrutiny, is that from the band internally or was Zeus involved in kind of scrutinizing the songs or wh- who was actually weighing in on the songs? Oh, me. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I was doing it. I would right. just be like, you know, and, you know, and I, I just it was me basically. I'm not gonna put that on anyone else. And everyone else is they were all stoked. They were like, Yeah, whatever. And then like as soon as I'd be like, you know, and then I'd 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 say my piece and they'd be like, Fucking fine. All right, let's do something else. And then they it's it wasn't there wasn't any like any weirdness. It was just like, Okay, you're driving the ship, we're cool, let's just do it. You know what I mean? And and we're gonna everyone yeah, it was it was it was fucking you know, it's a band, dude. It's a, you know, there's a, it's a democracy, but it's also, a, uh, it's also a, not a democracy. You know what I mean, it, as it, it goes both ways. And there's a, um, you know, and every, the, 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 the main philosophy that we had was whatever best for the band, whatever best for the album, whatever best for the song. That's, that's how, it, that's what was unfolding. And it, so we, whenever there was something a little bit, eh, and normally listen, it wasn't the guys. It was it was either my performance or it was just, you know, here's the bar and we're either gonna we're either gonna we're gonna top it or we're gonna stay level, but we're not gonna go below it. And right. that's kind of what was was driving the the whole thing. And and they were cool with it, man. It was cool. I mean, look, we weren't together. It was like because of the pandemic, we recorded everything separately. Everyone was no one was together, and it was just kind of weird and. But we somehow, you know, you've heard the the title track, the first track, and it's 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 uh, you know, it, it there's a cohesiveness there. Like we didn't, you can't tell that we weren't together, you know. Right on. Now, now, Rob, you said the title track uh, never relates. It's not the title track. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. Just, I was going to say I, I have down. Yeah. So the album is going to be called MK Ultra, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Cool. And the first single, Never Relent, featuring. Obviously, Generation Kill, but also Gary Holt. You Gary Holt. earlier said other. You mentioned, I think you said special guests, plural. So there's yeah. other people who will be yeah. involved on the record. Yeah. Anybody yeah. you can talk about or not quite yet? Um, uh, I get, John Joseph. 
came on and sang with us, man. John Joseph uh, cool. from the Crow Mags and uh, and um, <laughs> Blood Clot. He uh, he. I wrote. We wrote a song specifically with him in mind, and um, we wrote it about a year ago. And uh, I wrote lyrics for it, and then I threw them away. And then I went in. The, I wrote new lyrics, and then I went in the studio. I sang it, and then I threw them lyrics away. And then finally, um, I I sat one night, and it just hit me, boom. And I and I wrote the lyrics, and and over a weekend, and then I. I sent them to John and I sent them the song and he was like, I'm in fucking a. And then like a week later, he went to the studio and fucking just killed it. I mean, it's so fucking, it's just so cool that, yeah. And I'm just, I mean, I'm fucking honored. There's fucking John Joseph, man. It's like on my album. Right. It's fucking yeah. killer. Legendary. And we're all just, so we were all just fucking stoked, man. Like, uh, you know, uh, a couple of guys were able to be there when he did it. I wasn't even able to be there. I just uh, I saw the video and, and and I spoke to John a lot on the phone. And so we were we were going back and forth. And and then uh, he wrote this killer post. You know that he was that the lyrics are great. The music was great. He was so stoked to be an honor to be a part of it. And it was just you know we're like blown away. We're like, dude, you're one of our fucking heroes, and you're on our record. <laughs> wow. You know how fucking Amazing. cool is that? So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and uh, a couple of the others, I'm I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep for the surprise. So okay, uh, but uh, yeah, John's in there. Yeah, right on. And what's the plan? The full length is coming soon, and will there be more singles released before the full length? When when's the uh, what what's the schedule for releasing right. this? So the first single comes out next Friday, May 28th. Is Never Relents with a video, and and uh, and. Uh, the single drops like on all the you know all the media and then um and then june at the end of the month there'll be another single with a video and then july there'll be another single with a video and um and then the album will drop in august so um but it could be september i can't i can't like nothing is it set in stone we're trying to we're just trying to uh we're trying to tidy up all the ends and try to make it all come together. And we have some final things we got to do, but we're so close that we were like, okay, we got three months to kind of finalize the artwork right. and some of the other stuff. So, um, okay. anyway, yeah. So never relent comes out. You said May 28th. Yeah. Next which Friday. is yeah. next Friday. Okay. So we will be posting this interview, Rob on Tuesdays, which means this coming Friday, when you're listening to it, guys is the new single never relent. Yeah featuring Gary Holt by Generation Kill. It is a brutal, brutal listen and just so good. And again, it took me right back to your era of Exodus. It just had that feel. And I don't know if it's, I I don't know. And just to see Gary's name and hear his solo attached to the song. Wow. So good. Yeah. So we, we, you know, Gary, I don't think we wrote with him in mind. Just when we were done with the, when we were done with the song, I was like, you know, fucking Gary would be killer. So I called him. He was like, yeah, no problem. And, you know, uh, because his schedule, it took about six, seven months before he actually did yeah. it. So the song's been done a while. And then and then we did the video. And then yeah, he's so not in the video, start, though. So we started doing the video like last, like like a year ago, like last May or something. We started, we went, I flew out to New York uh, during the pandemic. It was kind of a nightmare. But we went and did it. Um uh, you know, and Gary, Gary, Gary hurt his elbow. He he has like 
some kind of injury to his elbow. And so through all this time, we've been trying to, he was trying to get it done, but he couldn't get it done. By the time we were done with the video, he was like, he couldn't play for like three or four months. Like he wasn't able to even use the guitar. He was just uh, trying to heal his elbow because he's got to go do, you know, he, he finished a record. I think during the record, it like inflamed his elbow. So we just never got him in it. And it was like, ah, whatever. I mean, the videos are, videos are kind of nonsensical. Like they go right. out. YouTube and it's cool, but people are just going to be listening. They're not going to be watching anyway. So um, his performance is fucking killer, and uh, so you know he's not in the video, but it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, right. I, I think people watch videos. They might watch it a minute or two, or I mean, I don't watch them that much. I mean, right, right. Well, unless they're funny, yeah. you know, unless they're interesting, I'll watch it. But I, I honestly, I, I mean, from my own experience, I, I mean, I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. Right. Um, I'm more of a just put it on and let me listen to it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So right on. Well, the video yeah. does look great. You guys did a, a great job of that. And yeah, cool, man. Yeah. I, I hope people do watch it and listen to it. It is uh, a, just a great song. And let's, let's talk about Exodus. I don't know how much you're in touch with Tom, but your, your former bandmate from the, the band, we've been hearing reports on his illness and his battle against it i mean pretty serious stuff are you talking much with with tom uh, yeah i spoke with him yesterday man we, oh wow we, yeah we were talking basketball and hockey yesterday so um i've been speaking with him pretty regularly texting constantly and uh so i know you, yeah, he's in, you were real close real, with tom i was uh, yeah me and, me and tom uh, were you know brothers man you know what i mean Just, yeah shit went awry for a little while but you know uh, that's all in the past and it is what it is but uh me and tom were, were were close i think tom is the reason i got my shot in exodus he was one of my biggest fans uh, when during the rehearsal process and during the the initial uh introduction into the band i mean tom was one of my biggest fans and um you know he was my buddy man we, we hung out on tour a lot we did a lot of shit outside playing we did a lot of you know just uh we'd run around cities and go eat cool food and you know just a lot of fun shit and a lot of good laughs and anyway so when i when i found when he called me and told me you know um you know he's all he's been in really good spirits and uh i love him to death i'm actually gonna go see him in a couple weeks i'm gonna fly up there on a weekend and uh and go hang out with him i, I was gonna go actually i was gonna go I, I i was gonna surprise him and so me and his wife were talking and we were gonna I was just going to show up and then go to a restaurant. She was going to take him out to right. eat and then I'd be sitting there. Um, but um, because of his uh, chemo, I kind of felt that I needed to talk to him about it and work it out. So I'm actually going to go uh, up to his house in the mountains and I'm going to um, I'm gonna spend a weekend up in the woods with him and have fires and fucking hang out and bullshit and talk cool. and, uh, and hang out. Yeah. So I'm wow. going to go. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know he is a fighter and it I mean I read a headline today that he he wants to play with Exodus yeah. during mm -hmm. the Michael Vegas show which I'm not sure when that yeah. is this fall is it I'm not sure it's, yeah, I think it's September yeah okay I think it's September and uh and, and dude he's he's a tough motherfucker man he, he, you know, he's, you know he's, he's gonna be fine you know what I mean yeah so yeah, yeah. Cool. Very cool. And there was some new music. You, you, every now and again, you drop a new track with uh, Dan Lorenzo cover tracks. There was another one that I think just dropped, right? Yeah. Can you talk about that? 
Yeah. We did, uh, so Dan Lorenzo's, uh, my buddy from New York, who's in the band 80s, and uh, you and I and him, we did uh, Snowblind with John and yeah. Ron. One of my favorite good. talking metal jams, possibly my favorite <laughs> one <laughs> out of all. It's, it's possibly, yeah, of all of them, it, it was, it sounded incredible. It was fucking fun to do. You know, uh, we did it over at the Gibson Studios, right? Uh, yeah, the Gibson York. Showroom, which isn't there anymore. Yeah. That was the old hit yeah. factory, man. I, I don't, it's condos yeah. now. Oh, really? Fuck, that sucks. Uh, anyway, yeah, so that, you know, from that time on, me and Dan had always talked, and then he hit me up for, for now and again, and we talked, and then one day we just had the time to, hey, let's do a couple of songs that we like, and so uh, we did a, we've done a couple Kiss songs, we've done a couple, we did Strange Ways, that was fucking awesome, that was yeah. fun. Actually, John played that for Ace, which I thought was fucking great. I oh, right, that was right, cool. right. So we did that, we did, uh, and then we did, um, uh, recently we did metal gods by priest yeah and you know he's always sending me fucking halford songs i'm like dude are you fucking nuts i can't sing fucking halford man come on so anyway he sent me that one i was like all right cool we did uh we did uh some sabbath and we've done some acdc and just yeah i thought i thought you did a great job with metal gods though it's a fun listen it was, it was cool yeah it came out good man i was i was happy with it man. yeah so and uh we're just we're plugging along man we're gonna we're gonna try and do some originals and and uh you know and, and, you know um i start a new job on monday and yeah uh, man you were telling me off air about that yeah. congratulations That's yeah exciting. thanks man yeah tomorrow so, yes we're recording this on a sunday and rob starts a new, <laughs> brand new job tomorrow morning uh, guys yeah stoked man I'm, I'm gonna be uh i'm gonna be restoring a, a porsche 911 a 1966 wow. oh my porsche god so I'm upgrading from Volkswagen to Porsche. So um, anyway, so, you know, uh, when I have time, so now I, I'm actually going to be working uh, different hours. So I'm going to have more time for music and, and uh, more time to tour and stuff. So um, I got into, I, luckily I got this position. Uh, it's uh, it's going to allow me to serve two masters, man. You know, like I've battled for a year, a couple of years now. My job was, um, it was uh, five days a week, you know, eight hours a day, sometimes more, sometimes a little less. But um, it, it really became harder to uh, focus on music. It was just it was it was it was hard to, you know, get home at seven o'clock at night and then, you know, got to be in bed by like 10, 11 to get up to go to work the next day. And it was really hard to to focus that creativity and that, that harness that energy to do that. And um so this new job is, is three days a week with four days off. Um, and uh, so it's going to allow me to uh, to spend more time serving my other master, which is music. And me and the, the owner talked and we both had an understanding of what we needed from each other. So um, it, it worked out in everybody's best interest. And, uh, you know, it's cool because I, you know, I, I, I'm you know, a musician and I want to play music and I don't have a lot of years left to do this man i mean fuck i'm getting old man i i don't i don't want to <laughs> dude might bang my head for a video dude i was fucked up for three days man like, <laughs> right, fuck. Right. yeah but i you know i love playing live i'm a very aggressive live so i want to if i if i had the opportunity to go out and play live again next year when or later this year into next year um i want the opportunity to do that because i you know life you only live life once so yeah i want to be able to to want to be able to do that and and the guy and and the new the new job is going to allow that. Like I can I can go on tour if I have to. And right. So, 
And is that something Generation Kill you foresee them doing with the release of the new record? You guys would be out yes. on the road touring. Yeah, we're we're actually we're actually uh, we we're talking with um, a booking agent, and we're actually vying for a couple of tours. I I don't want to say anything yet because nothing's in stone. So, but it, where it looks like we we might have the opportunity to go to Europe uh, later this year, and then maybe uh, the states. Uh, early next year with a couple different uh, tours that are rolling through and and just be able to you know go out and establish the, a touring schedule and, and yeah. go out and do a few things here and there so, and i think i think yeah. it's awesome that you recognize that you know that life isn't forever man because I, I i do interviews with people and there's some guys i talk with you know they're in their mid-60s and they're like well, you know, I feel like, you know, I got to do it now or never, but they should have thought of that like, you know, 15, 20 years ago, because it's, yeah. I mean, again, yeah. it, it's a, it's a limited amount of time we have on this earth. And if anything, COVID for me is just like, put me in a mindset that I want to live life to the fullest now. I mean, I'm not, you know, it's just like, there's no time to yeah. wait. No time to wait. Yeah, I've been, exactly. And I've been focusing on, you know, basically just, uh, what do I need? Cause I, you know, for a couple of years, I was unable to, um, like I said, uh, and, and not begrudging my former job, but it just, it, it, you know, it was a company you work for it. You know what I mean? And they, right, um, right. but I wasn't, I, I kind of lost myself in, in, uh, the time and the money and making my bills and all that. And I just found it, um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I hear you. Like I, I just, you know what you get i get home at seven you have you have three that gives me three hours to do everything i needed to do for myself and it just wasn't enough and i right. just so i so i walked away from it and i right. uh good for you luckily man. and i luckily found something else that i can um that i can go do and, and and like i said I, I serve two masters i love working on cars man. i love being that uh, part of that uh industry i love i love doing it man and i um so but i love music also i think uh so i serve you know two masters so. well again the the taste that we've gotten of new generation kill music is incredible and we are looking forward to everything you guys have coming down the road and real quick before i let you go what about the comedy yeah. you, you doing anything with the comedy now is that is that still happening I mean, I, so before COVID, I was starting to do stand-up, and I had done it in Phoenix at like three or four different places, and I was doing it regularly. And uh, basically, I was just telling tour stories and fucking making jokes and, you know, just uh, being myself. And uh, when COVID hit, everything closed. So um, I haven't done it since last March, which was a year and a couple months ago. Um, comedy stores are, uh, the comedy, all the kind of places are starting to open up a a lot of them, a few of them closed down and went away forever. So, like, there's other ones popping up. Um, I am going to go do an open mic uh, in, like, two weeks. I signed up for it. So, I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. Right. But uh, that, 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 I haven't done it in a while, so I'm probably going to suck. But whatever, man. That one story you told yeah. it's, where, it's, it's, where where you took the massive shit. Do you remember, <laughs> remember that? that yeah. Story? yeah. That, that was, <laughs> it was funny. And disturbing at the same time, but oh, I swear oh, yeah. to God, like, like every few weeks, I, that story pops into my head for no apparent reason. So it made an impact on me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because you're a fucked up individual, Mark. Yeah, so, you know, that's I'm probably the issue. case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let me ask you a question. So, yeah. uh, 
what are you so what are you where is you where are you Star Wars universe? Well, you know, I watched the the Mandalorian uh season two. We watched that uh twice. I watched it once just with my wife and then once with the my boys and right. loved it. Um I I'm excited for Kenobi. You know, I'm really yeah. I, I guess it's I'm hearing only four episodes. I don't know if that's been confirmed, but whatever. I'll take whatever they have to give with that. And yeah. Yeah. I hope it's more, but if it's four, that's cool, man. But I, I really, really feel like the Mandalorian has just really um, turned things around, you know, and it, it, it is made for the fans. And as much as I like, you know, I'm not one of these people who hate the J.J. Abrams stuff or the, the new trilogy. I, I actually like it a lot, but I do think there was something about those where they were trying to update it and take it to the, you know, a contemporary place. And I respect that. Whereas the Mandalorian, I feel like is all about old school Lucas. You know, we go back to the way he edits it and it's cut and the, the, the dialogue. It's so Star Wars, you know, 19... 19- 80 or whatever the original trilogy what 77 to to 83 i guess was jedi but yeah yeah but uh i agree i agree with all that i agree with everything you said i uh i think that uh did you watch the uh um the mandalorian thing it's on disney plus they have uh like a documentary while they're making it and they i saw that on there i haven't yeah i haven't watched that interview i need to Dude, it, it it's fucking awesome because you realize that the people that are making this are you and me. They know right. they know so much more. I mean, the one guy, the one producer guy, knows every. He knows more than it's like he knows more than fucking Lucas. It's fucking crazy right. how smart this guy is and how in, invested he is in this. And he's the main uh, main producer and, and with Favreau, and it's just the, all the directors are killer, and they they all come from there. And it's just, I mean, I think it's going to change the way they do things going forward, um, including how they're going to do more solo stuff and how they're going to do just more movies. And I think it's going to change yeah. the game. And um, very impressed with how they've. Uh, I, I was hoping. I knew that Disney wasn't going to ruin it. I knew that uh, that Lucas wouldn't let it go into the wrong hands. And I think he's done a lot of the right moves. And uh, really, really happy that uh, I get to watch that. And um new, new rick and morty season in june stoked for that yeah um so we're watching Park. uh May- mayor of east town have you seen that yet mm. i haven't yeah. because, it's good because, so so i i haven't watched tv in like a month because i've been um i've been studying uh courses so i've been reading and watching video for the uh, to just think about Porsche information and trying to digest as much as I can. Um, and then um, upgrading my, my, uh, in, my intelligence level on, on that, those cars, because I've been working in Volkswagens for six years. Um, so uh, I'm upgrading to uh, the Porsche world and I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna focus on this and then, uh, you know, the record is gonna take care of itself. And then, uh, you know, those paths will, will cross and I'll be able to, so I haven't uh, indulged in anything um, except I did watch that documentary on Star Wars because I was falling asleep. So I put it on. Right. 
right and I end up watching the whole thing. Yeah. But, I, I should uh, send you a link to one watch, of our recent episodes. Charlie from Anthrax was on Charlie, okay. and he was talking about Star Wars with me. Uh, for okay. A while. Yeah. So, uh, it, all right. You, you, Charlie yeah. Benante loved the solo movie. What did you think of it? I loved it, man. I yeah, fucking, I thought it was I good too. It. I, it was really I mean, good. I had I had people give me, oh, he's no, he's still Harrison Ford. I'm like, Get the fuck out. Like, I, you know, come on, man. Right. When I turn those movies on, I'm fucking 10 years old. Shut the fuck up. Like, I don't right. care. Like, I just, you know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I suspend complete disbelief. So I I thought it was fucking great. I love the actor that did the movie. I thought Chewbacca and him, how they met, was fucking brilliant. I yeah. That was such a great story. And, you know, I mean, it was, yeah. The only misstep that I thought that they have taken was actually I, I I thought it and then I changed my mind on it. I loved Rogue One. Yeah. I loved I, I there's no, I don't think they've messed up on anything. Man. I think you know <laughs> okay. right. maybe on a maybe on episode one the, the two and three the love story part of it I can do without, but whatever, man. I mean yeah. whatever, man. Right on. Yeah. All right, Rob, we're going to let you go, but we are totally yeah. psyched for the new generation kill music. Me too, MK man. Ultra will be the name of the record later this year. And in the meantime, we have uh, the single dropping this Friday with Gary Holt. Never relents, right? Yeah, that's it. Man. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. I appreciate your, uh, your you giving me, giving me, you know, give, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, Rob. Take care. Bye, right, bud. Big thanks to Rob Dukes for joining me here on Talking Metal. We're going to talk with Britt Lightning of the band Vixen coming up on a future episode. And there's a lot more to her than just Vixen. So stay tuned for that. We got, again, that Talking Metal live stream and podcast form coming your way on this feed, too. And that's about it. I got to go put my kids to bed. And uh, Talking Metal Tuesday is when we post the podcast every Tuesday. Sometimes it's at 6 in the morning on a Tuesday. Other times it's at 11 p.m. on a Tuesday. But sometime within that 24 hours on Tuesday, I will try my darndest to get the podcast to you guys. And I got to tell you, it's not always easy. Sometimes it is easy, but it's not always easy. And I don't mind because I love it and I know you guys love it. And that's why you support me talking to me on Twitter tweeting out the guests you hear on this show, letting them know you enjoyed the interview, leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or supporting us on Patreon and getting all that bonus content that only the 50 people on Patreon get to hear. And man, I, I have numerous people, they tell me that's the best thing you do, Mark. And the only thing I can think is because I don't give a fuck. I just, I curse, I go off on people, I let loose man and you know why because i feel like no one really listens to it what if 50 people support me on patreon maybe half of those listen to it so i i do get a little rambunctious on there sometimes victor and i you know go off a little bit sometimes we go off on each other sometimes we uh you know have a little spirited debate if you will but it's always fun victor ruiz is almost always the co-host on that show with me 
So check it out. That's called the Mark Striegel Podcast, available exclusively to our patrons on Patreon. Anyone who pays $2 a month gets that every week, every Monday. All right, guys, take care. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.